my dear, my dear friends, it's, a, it's another year where we are here about to uh, recite Echa. It's been a very difficult year. Another year of, of COVID. And that as if for whatever reason that wasn't enough, you also had to experience tragedies such as the suicide tragedy, the Miron tragedy. We even had great rabbinic leaders pass away, notably, of course, by Jonathan Sachs. But we can never despair. The great Kutzke Rebbe said, I never wanted to serve a God whose ways would be understandable to mere mortals. Nistaros Darke Hashem. We'll never truly be able to understand the ways of Rish Baruch how do I know that there are times where Hashem is absent? I think the model is actually Echa itself. You see, in Echa, there's no response from God. There's no response from Hodesh Baruch Yirmiyahu poses many questions. And there's no response as a Navi. Hashem never answers him. Yirmiyahu begs and cries and he's tormented by tremendous sadness. Tremendous suffering. And God doesn't comfort him. Yirmiyahu and us, his children, we are left bereft, a sense of emptiness of God's presence. And Yirmiyahu, throughout Echa, he has no answers, but he searches, and perhaps more, most importantly, he yearns for a response. He yearns for that relationship once again. And we want to make Hashem available to us. We search for Him. We want to experience Him. We long for Him. We don't ask for wealth or opulence. We have one request. We just want to feel His closeness. That is our task, to search for Him. That's our obligation, our mission, that in many ways begins tonight and it continues for a lifetime. For sure, for the rest of this month of Av, of Elo, into Tishrei. We want him to be imminent. We want to be able to once again have him take a seat in his home, his seat in the base of Migdash, in our world of the Tachtonim. That's the real idea of the base of Migdash, to bring him back again, that his presence is felt by all. How much longer is it going to take? How many more tragedies? We also had a year, there was another war in the land of Israel. We even had a shul collapse. We had more stabbings and rockets. But even our local Canadian, Rabbi Boko, passed away from us this year. Because the Chorban makes us feel distant from Gerosh Baruch And it's on Tisha B'Av that we really explore that process and express and articulate our desire to bridge that gap and to feel close to him once again. I'm just going to highlight one idea in the third parak of Echa. Yirmiyahu says, I'm the man who has seen the affliction. He has driven me away. And as I said before, there is no response. Yirmiyahu cries out in anguish and pain. God doesn't respond to him. It's the silence of Hashem, echoes the silence 
on the streets of Jerusalem, of Yerushalayim. He even tries tefillah. Gam ki ezok sasam even tries davening to God, but there's a sense of absence of God. He's totally cut off from his lifeline. But you see, I think Echa does offer a little bit of hope in two different forms. One, we have to understand that Echa is not the last Sefer in Tanakh. After Echa, there are many, many Sefarim that are part of Tanakh. The return of Shiva Tzion, of Haggai, Zechariah, Nehemiah, all take place after Yumiyahu. There's more prophetic history that occurs. We can still dream again. We want to return. The loneliness of Echa Yashva Badad. One day is returned to a city. Perhaps not as grandeur as before, but the people, they will come back. And number two, the theology of Echa. Chazde Hashem Ki Lo Tamu. There's something about recognizing the chasadim of Agarish Baruch that God is filled with rachami, with compassion. And if you think about this and you ponder this, maybe God isn't so cruel. It's true. There is what to complain. But Yirmiyahu at the end of the day realizes, emphasizes, Tov Hashem lekovav lenefesh tidrashenu. At the center of Echa, the middle of Echa, is filled with this word, Tov. In the third parak, it repeats every letter three times, and every time it's a different word, with the exception of the letter Tet. The letter Tet is repeated three times, the word Tov. Maybe Yirmiyahu, in the center of Echa, he realizes that God is still good. As we started off with, we don't understand it all. We understand very little. But the one thing that we have to realize that there's still goodness in this world. We often have to dig deep. But we've seen a few aspects of good. In every tragedy that I mentioned, there was always a little bit of tov. The response from Israel going to Surfside, the response to the Jewish communities after Miron, those of you that watched the Leviah, well, it was difficult and painful. At the same time, it was a little bit uplifting. We can emerge from Echa. We can emerge from the darkness. We will never truly be able to understand. But if we introspect like Yirmiyahu, perhaps it can assist us in leaving this abyss and we can still be able to hope and dream once again. And so let us learn the message of Yirmiyahu. Place our trust in Hashem, as the Kutzke Rebbe said, even if we don't understand Him. And if we examine ourselves and put our trust in Tov and Hashem, it will allow us to move forward one step at a time. Let's begin by reciting Eicham.